Hey everyone, my name is Nathan Forster, and I'm asking the big questions of authors and activists, scholars and survivors, poets and priests, therapists and theologians, and basically everyone in between. This will be a resource for people who, deep in their bones, think that surely God's kingdom is deeper and wider than the box we've sometimes put it in. And so what better way to discover this than by learning people's stories and their specialities, in order that we deepen and widen our perspective on faith, community, society and life. So journey with me as we go deeper and wider. Being led by the Holy Spirit, what does this mean to you? Depending on your church tradition, this can mean many things. I want to be completely open with you today about my Pentecostal bias in that I do believe that the person of the Holy Spirit can and does intentionally lead people today. Now, I'm aware for some of our listeners that this opens up a huge can of worms from questions of theology to personal questions related to your own experience. Questions such as, well, how can you know it's God's spirit? Or, why haven't I experienced this? And many more questions. Questions like this are both theological and personal. Speaking for myself, I come from a background where I have seen toxic ways that people have been told, quote, that they're being led by the Spirit, quote, where that person then has done and said awful things. That said, I have also seen moments that are profound, that come from people who have a deep sense that the Holy Spirit has led them to do something, and when they follow that leading, changes the lives of the people around them for the better, including their own. Despite some people's experiences of the profane, I do think there are experiences of the profound, of people who have been genuinely discipled in the ways of the loving Jesus and led by his Spirit. And our conversation will include some of these concerns I've just raised. But there will be a particular emphasis, Gilly and overseas. Beyond is called to be an inspirational voice to empower leaders, organisations and everyday people to live out their God-destined story. Mark holds a bachelor degree in social science, majoring in applied counselling. Speaking personally, he is one of the most down-to-earth people I know. And for what I've seen, Mark has a passion for seeing the kingdom of God come in a holistic way. Ways that include social justice, breaking down church walls. It also seen deeply personal transformations in individuals' peoples. Both corporate, you could say, and also personal. Mark marries the two spheres of public faith and personal faith into his deep belief in the Holy Spirit's intentional leading in our lives and in the life of the church. And I've seen Mark say and do things based on this deep conviction of the Spirit's leading. So I couldn't think of a better person to talk to about being led by the Holy Spirit than Mark. So here's today's interview with Mark Godfrey. 
journey so um, I grew up my parents were Christian so you know faith wasn't something that was foreign mm. um, but the I think for me the the experience of faith wasn't real until I turned 17 so yeah um, came Christ um, through uh, a ministry in which is called youth alive yeah um, Are you youth alive no yeah. way Wow. So okay. way back in the days when uh, Riverview Church, which is here in Perth, is was um, it's actually called Rama at the time, and I got tricked. It was a bit of a bait and switch, mate. Yeah. So went it's along. A lot of, I, I, I love you the yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, went, <laughs> I actually went along because I thought I ran out of money that night. Yeah. I thought there's got to be some money or drugs and girls at the church. Yeah. Um, really not a great assessment of the situation because there was girls but yeah. there just wasn't any money in drugs yeah. so it was a little bit of a letdown. but um, yeah so um, yeah preacher preach it wasn't the preaching that got me it was actually a, a really supernatural encounter people say you know I saw the light and all this sort of stuff but mm. for me I was right back didn't care I didn't really listen to what the preacher was saying but mm. um, seeing a whole bunch of young people mm. uh, at my age 17 yeah. you know worshipping this God yeah. um, that they said um, just something just marked me and they began to sing a song old song called The Power of Your Love and yeah. all of a sudden I had this experience that my body started to tremble Wow! Um, I saw like the 17 years of my life like, mm. it was like looking through I don't even know how to explain it yeah, but through the eyes of God and saw mm. all my um all the stuff in my life that was that was you know sin yeah really. yeah it was missing yeah uh, you know his his standards or his heart or intention for me and, yes wow and uh at that point i just began to to sob and sob and sob and break and wow. so for a good while and i mean really cry from the depths of my being because i realized wow. that um you know this this was you know this was real and, yeah and so god at that point, I heard a, a voice speak to me, and I don't know whether it was audible or whether it was just really loudly inside my spirit. Mm. And the voice said to me, "I love you as you are." Wow! Now come. Yes. But uh, but no, from that point till now, sure. it's been yes. a continuous journey of following Jesus. So that yeah, was wow. that was where it started back in 1992. Yeah. Wow. So that was the markings of just this passion, pursuit to want to. Uh, really seek after who the real Jesus is. Wow! Yes, and um, and who he is. In, wow! In this world, and and I've been on that for the last twenty now. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's more to that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. But that was your entry. That was yeah. your yeah. big entry point. And, and I think the thing is, it was marked to me by you know my my introduction to mm. to to you know God was was not. Um, just a, an intellectual introduction. Mm. It was a, an, ex, an experiential yes. encounter. Yes. Yes. That that informed my my thinking and changed. Absolutely. Wow. You know my heart and yeah. You're talking about I was addicted to drugs and loved that lifestyle and I wouldn't have given it up for the world. Mm. To now having a complete swing around. Wow. And, wow. And um, only 
pretty uh, pretty God fearing down there. A- absolutely, and I, I guess in in the church world we would class that as a very much of a introductory supernatural encounter. Yeah. It wasn't cerebral. It wasn't cognitive. Yeah. It was this experience of Christ through the Spirit. Yeah, hundred percent. That's so. incredible. But yeah, I I guess just going off what I said before that for you your introduction to faith was through an encounter of Christ through the Spirit, which is perfect because we're talking about about the Holy Spirit, about, or more specifically about being led by, by the Spirit. So, uh, so tell us about your relationship to the whole idea of being led by the Spirit thing. You know, what, what are some interesting moments you've had where God has led you in a very particular way? Mm. That's a good question. It's a big one, man. It's not... Mm. Oh, mate, it's... It, it, I think it's a little bit like anything is that you, you know, it takes time to get Mm. to know a person, you know, the same way you build a relationship, you get to recognize a person's voice because you spend a lot of time with them. So for me, being led by the spirit has a lot to do with that relationship of spending time um, with God. But I think one of the things that helped me in understanding that is that the Holy Spirit, uh, being led by the spirit Mm. to me is... um, was you know I had to have a grounding of of scripture I had to have a grounding of who God was yes and yes. so you know when I first came to Christ I just I devoured the Bible yeah uh, Old and New Testament yes and yeah. so um, having a real grounding of scripture yep actually um, helped me particularly in the Gospels mm. to see how the Spirit of God was moving there mm. just as much as in the Old Testament as well mm. of how he speaks yes and the ways he can speak and yeah and so, for me, being led by the Spirit was just, to, it sounds really weird to say this, but it was, it was, to me, it was, it was meant to be a normal part of, yeah. of following, yeah. you know, on a, on a journey of faith with God. Yeah, totally. Like, it's not a foreign thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't go, I don't have to try or push hard, but I did know that um, it, it took, it take, now I look back and I go, it took that time of building a well of intimacy mm. with God yes. and spending time with Him. So I would, for me, being led by the Spirit, I would actually literally get a pen, a pad, and a piece of paper and go mm. out into the bush mm. and I wouldn't leave. Mm. Wow. I'd take my Bible yes. and I wouldn't leave until God spoke to me because I was so hungry to hear Him. Yes, um, yes. And so, you know, I think He honoured yes. that those times. And and absolutely. Out. And I think what I find very grounded about the way you're talking about the Spirit is that, and it makes sense. I mean, your, your springboard of faith was an encounter of Christ through the yeah, Spirit. Yeah. So it makes sense for you to be, that should be a natural ongoing thing of, mm. of being led by the Spirit. So for you, it was, you'd started to devour Scripture, Old and New Testament, yeah. with a particular focus on the Gospels, mm. and to see how the Spirit was leading in Scripture as almost as a, as a way of going, Okay, that's how the Holy Spirit leads, and this is the things. These are the signs of what the Spirit might say or do, or, yeah. or, or this is what the Spirit looks like when the Spirit comes. Yeah. So for you, you are able to read Scripture, get this understanding of the Spirit through Scripture, which is of course being led by the Spirit as well. Like it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like you just reading the Bible. And there's a devoid, great, but you were there. Yeah, and there's a, yeah. I mean, there's a great book. I think mm. Brother Lawrence wrote this thing of practicing the presence of God in pots and pans. You know, like, wow. I mean, there's a monk yeah he was a monk that's right so um, and I remember reading that when I was sort of early in my faith journey and Mm. for me that um, that idea of Mm. finding God and finding the spirit in everything wow 
Yeah. So when I would go out, I mean, I'd do gardening for my mum. Yeah. And, you know, I'd, I would be talking yes. to God and, and to be honest, I'd just actually just be listening. Yeah. So, you know, I'd go to a bus and I had bus rides, long yes. bus rides from where I lived in Alexander Heights into the city. Yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, about 40 minutes bus ride. That's right. Yeah. So, same deal. I'm sitting there, reading the Bible, listening. Yes. Watching. So, people mm. and things and... Um, and what, you know, from a fascinating sort of thing, an interesting thing for me I found when in being led by the Spirit is that the Spirit's leading never stopped mm. um, with my inconsistencies. Wow, tell me about that because that's, that's so, really interesting. So like when I was, um, obviously when I first started my faith journey having come out of an addicted background, mm. I fell many times. Yeah. I messed up so many times. I, you, know, I, I, you know, I sinned royally, mm. Mm. but he never left. Wow. Even in the middle of my sin, he would speak to me. Wow. And I still remember one time I was on the bus. Yes. And I'm literally knowingly mm. going into a space I know mm. that I shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, I know it's not, not the right thing. I knew that it wasn't God's intention or his will. You know, mm. I knew it was something that I was sort of, uh, I was definitely doing something I shouldn't have. And yet the whole time. Yes. I mean, I'm going to get stone plastered drunk. Yeah. And yeah. the whole time as I'm going, and this is early in my journey. Yeah, the yeah. Holy Spirit is saying to me, mm. not not my not talking to me about my sin. Mm. He's talking to me about my identity. Wow, yeah, the whole time. Yes, and and uh, what that spirit of sonship identity? Yeah, that, yeah, just that. And man, I tell you, and and uh, I tell you, I had to push hard to mm. try and ignore it. Wow. Okay. And I remember rocking up at the party or the friend's place and sitting there and. And um, and I think this was this was actually the last time mm. uh, I went back into that space. You know, when you're used to it, you, mm. you just sort of revert. Mm. Even if you have been born again, or you, know, you had this mm. encounter, encounters mm. don't necessarily mean you got to reveal. Yeah, totally. So, but yeah, so that that you know when I went back in, and, and it was like as I'm sitting there trying to drink, it's like the Holy Spirit opened my eyes up to the spiritual reality of darkness and yes. you know, wow. that, that other side of yes. the spirit realm. Yes. And so at that point, he goes, you don't, you don't belong here anymore. Yes. Wow. It literally did feel like a, you know, a living person trying to crawl into a coffin. I was like, I don't, I don't fit in this box. Wow. Yeah. I need to get out. Yes. And, um, and from that point, I just... That's all started to change. So. My goodness. So so, that just, yeah, that was just one one of countless. Oh, and, and I'm sure, that. but if you don't mind me just saying, just mm. on, on those two accounts, I think what's important about even those very early accounts of yours was first of all that the Spirit would be speaking regardless of where you're going or what you're about to do, even what you were doing. And it still does, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think that says so much about the Spirit. The Spirit isn't distant, the Spirit is present. Oh, always. And the, always. And the Spirit. Always. Is always wanted to communicate, even if we block out that communication. And if, always, I, if I was going to condense it like to that four, of, yeah. Um, you know, you, you said, you know, what's your relationship like with being led? Yes, is really just living with a consistent, constant awareness. Wow, that he is always with us. Wow, always. Yes, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing. Yes, um, even in this moment. Yeah, right now, like right when now. I'm, you know, when I go to the movies, like you know, when I go to the concerts, when I'm sitting at a pub, he's yeah. here. You know, I, Maybe I'll try and conjure him up. Yes. Like a genie in a lamp. Yes. Um, he's, he's there. Um, yeah. So and, and I think that has been something that I've always tried to foster. Yes. And, um, and, and that foster that awareness, that presence. Yeah. And, and it is as, as simple as making a decision yeah. to purposefully mm. 
remember yes. the living Christ mm. resurrected through the Spirit yes. being present in our everyday moments. Yes, and I think that's, I mean, speaking for myself personally, that's been an ongoing, but in, in some ways still a very fresh revelation for me. It's like, oh, wow, like, yeah. it's so easy to forget that Christ is not only here in this space, yeah. even as we're talking, but Christ lives in me as well by the Spirit. Yeah. And that the issue isn't, is the Spirit here or not? This, the issue is, am I remembering that the Spirit's right here? Like, am I being present to the already presence? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I'll tell you, it takes a lot of pressure out of your, 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 it does. your faith journey because you, yeah. you're not trying to... Yeah, not trying to conjure up. There's no manufacturing going on. It's, like, it's not necessary. Yeah. Uh, I think before, I think in our immaturity sometimes as, as Christians, we can try to manufacture God's stuff for him and he doesn't need our yeah, yeah. I learned that now. I know that now. Yes. Back previously, but yeah. I think also one of the things that helps in in the whole space is also just you know, developing a, a, a healthy hunger for mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Uh, you know the uh, you know Jesus said that my Father's will is mm-hmm. you know meat and it's food to him. Yes. And so the voice of God is. Which is the voice of the spirit? You know, that that mm. voice is, mm. you know, you you love it. Yes. You, you know, I love to hear him speak. Yes. Um, that nothing changes us yes. more than, than you know that interaction when he when he speaks, everything in our worlds can shift. Yes. And so for me, I know that you know I can I can lean into that place, and, mm. and um, I don't have to force him to either. Yes. He's more than willing to. Yes. And that's one thing I love about him is that he's more than willing to talk. Yes. Um, I don't even twist his arm. Yes. And I think being led by the Spirit is just realizing, hey, if we are his children, mm. all of us, mm. maybe, you know, people listening to this podcast maybe haven't even made that decision, mm. so to speak, mm. to follow Christ, but mm. he still wants to talk to them. Yes, absolutely. And he still is talking to them yes. in many, many ways. I mean, being led by the Spirit is a normal part of Christian life. Yes. And should be. And, and it'd be like, in my mind, I go, it'd be like a dad, mm. um, you know, or, or a father having a child, mm. with a, you know, and then never talk to them. Yeah. How crazy would that be? And how's that love? Yeah. And, and, and like, I don't think that's what God is. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know. and, and the way you even spoke before, it's, it's this sense in which when God does speak, which is all the time. I mean, we could talk about that in a bit. Mm. It's this sense of of sonship or daughtership for, for yeah, the ladies that, listening. But it's it's this, it's about your identity. And not and the other thing is, you know, what the scriptures, as much as they're a grounding space, mm. one of the things we remember, which mm. we might talk about in some of the yeah, other totally. is mm. that they didn't actually, you know, when they talk about when we see all these writings, <laughs> they didn't have them. They didn't have them. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They were fumbling around like all of us suckers, yeah. you know. But we just got, thank God, we got, you know, we got some guidelines, you yeah, know. Yeah, totally. It always makes me laugh. Them, so. It was much more of an experiment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, you talk about that sort of stuff. But it's yes. hey, look, learning to, to hear God in not just, you know, uh, this linear idea of mm. intellectualism and mm. this cerebral sort of stuff. You mm. talk about like just reading the scripture mm. and studying it. Uh, no, they didn't have theology. Yes. Hmm. Let's face it, they didn't have it. Yes. They had they had a theology, but it wasn't the sort of theology we got. Yes. Um, they had an experiential yes. um, life with God. 
Yes. Um, and you, you just can't get away from that. Yes. You know, when you look through the Old and the New Testament, yes, it wasn't something just in their head. Knowledge to them, and yeah, I think you know this. Yeah. Knowledge to them is not wasn't this yeah. Greek idea. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, it was a lot more than that. So I think it wasn't as if a brain is this huge reservoir yeah. that's filled up with knowledge. It's now, I know a lot of people have got a, lot, a shed load of knowledge, but yeah. you know, when it comes to being dis- discerning of the spirit, mm. they don't have anything. Yes. And in fact, sometimes that knowledge can get, away. get in the way of it. Well, that was the thing. The other thing was like, I was going to say, is just um, being led by the Spirit, being being aware that, you know, God can speak to you through all sorts of means yes. and mediums. Yes. You know, not, well, not mediums like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but, but, you know, like all the music and yes. like, yeah, man, dude, I can tell you all sorts of stories around yes. this stuff. So... Anyway, I don't want to take every podcast. No, no, but it's good. I think it it goes back to that that central truth that um, God's already on the move. Yeah. And so why not, as we walk into a space, why not walk walk into a movie theater and just ask God to to talk to us? Oh, yeah. Why not? And I I didn't say that glibly because I think that's something I'm very much growing in and being recaptured by this truth of like, why not just ask? Why not just pray and be like, hey, God, I don't know how you could speak to me through this film, but speak to me through... Man, some of the deepest moments of my my being led by God. I'm a visual... You know, also your learning styles, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. That's your personality, what moves you. Yeah. Like, um, God knows you. Yeah. He knows your wiring. He knows how you think. And so when I when God leads me, he, I'm artistic, I'm creative, I'm, mm. I'm visually sort mm. of, uh, you know, orientated. And so when God yes. talks to me, it is very much that visual sensory yes. sort of thing. And while I can, I love great theology, mm. I love, you mm. know, really robust understanding around the scriptures. Absolutely, 100% dig mm. into that stuff. Mm. But not without that experience. Yes. And so for me, it's just been like, uh, I still remember... Um, you know, one of the amazing times was mm. I was in the United, I was in the US, yeah. and went to a movie. Yeah, literally went to every church. Yeah, right. And they were closed. Wow. Okay. So oh, we're going to go to the movies. Yeah. And in the movie theater, I'm watching this film, and and there's a statement that comes out in the film, mm. and it says, "You need to invest your soul in something you can't control." Yeah. Wow. And the moment I heard that statement. It was like my spirit became heightened. Yes. And I became aware mm. that God was wanting my attention. Wow. And a moment after, I, uh, the moment that shifted, that's mm. why I say an awareness of God and a shifting of our attention is sometimes mm. really all it takes. Yes. And he, he said to me, he said, Mark, um, don't tell me mm. how, how to speak to you. Mm, wow! I can speak to you any way I want to. Yes. And when I and he wasn't sort of saying it like in calm tone, like I it felt like he was shouting at me. Wow! Yeah. Because he wanted me to understand that he, you know, because I actually was good, planning to go to church service. I wanted to go to church service. Yeah, it yeah. Just didn't happen. Yeah. So it was a funny deal. So that um, that uh, that encounter after coming back, it was like. Um, my height, my sense of awareness actually heightened. Wow. And so I, then I started to see God in, in even more mm. things of life mm. than I had even previously. Yeah. So it was just a, you know, and that was in the movies, mate. I, I love that. So. And I think the common thread that, that I'm hearing as well, and it's something that I'm 
growing in it as well is that the, the sense in which we just ask God to reveal God's self because mm. God's already there God's already present and it's all relational it's just as simple as just bringing ourselves to that awareness and going hey God like yeah. hey God what, what, what are you doing yeah oh, I, I mean I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm elaborating on too much of this no, that's good. But, but like I, I remember driving down the road I, I just asked stupid questions yeah that's probably a good place to start like I would just like I'm driving down the road mm. I mean when I say stupid it sounds stupid and probably yeah. to some people but to me I was like yeah hey Hey God, how are you doing? Yeah, and because that's <laughs> how, it's relationship. How are you doing today? Yeah, and and you know, I said, I actually said, Lord, how are you doing? Today? Like, I was talking, like, don't know, you know, you're talking to one of these three or whatever. But yeah. like, like, and he said, so it was like quick ass. Man, the thought came back. Wow, I'm raining. Mm. R e yeah i g like we're all rain. Yeah, yeah. Ra- I'm raining. How about you? Wow, and I went. And then the verse of scripture that came after it was, mm. as he is, mm. so are we wow. in this world. Yes. And, and I'm like, oh, man. And I was like, damn. Man. And this, and I remember another time, like, it's simple stuff. Like, I'm watching, yeah, totally. like, I wouldn't generally ask this question. I'm like, I'm watching TV. I'm sitting down. I'm in my mum's house. Yeah. I said, uh, I said, I said, I'm yeah. talking to the Holy Spirit. And, um, that's a big one, just right there, just remembering the Holy Spirit's not a force, he's a person. Yes. I said, um, yes. you know, equal to the Son and the Father. But yes. I said, hey, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? Yeah, wow. And he goes, I'm watching TV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I know it's yeah. weird. No, it's good. It's, but, it's that, there's that, that, that glee, that joy that you yeah, just well, experience with you. He's in me. He's yeah. in me. And I'm watching telly. So, well, yeah. wherever I'm going, if that's what he's trying, trying yes. to get me to understand. It's like the Bible says we're the temple of yes. Yes. the Holy Spirit. Like, yes. like we are the dwelling place, the living dwelling yes. place of the Spirit of God. Yes. You carry this treasure in earthen vessels. Man. Yes. I think the more we get that revelation and try mm. to live within that space mm. and remind ourselves constantly of it, and we do need to be reminded because it leaks out of our hands. Yes. Um, but still lives in our heart. We kind of mm. get yeah. that um, thing. And I think curiosity mm. is a great thing when it comes to being led yes. by the Spirit. Yes. I never discount random stuff. Yeah. And we'll talk about that, but I just want to say one thing just on, on this because it really is about just inviting God where God already is. Yeah. And because it, it, and like, you could still be doing things that you, like, okay, let me just give an example rather than explain it. Like, it's very easy for me to listen to good podcasts mm-hmm. with perhaps a lot of theology or a lot of this yeah. and all that. And sometimes it can be very cerebral and whatnot. Yeah. But all, all I have to do is just go, actually, but God, I want to make this relational. Yeah. I, just, I just change, I just shift it yeah. from the intellectual cerebral, which I can yeah. so easily do, to actually going, Holy Spirit, help me. What do you want me to listen to out of this? Yeah. Tell me when to pause it and let's just talk about but, uh, yeah, it. So, I mean, even, you know what I mean? Yeah, even in that, I mean, I don't know what to knock that cerebral space. Oh, totally not. Like, because it, well, it's all intertwined. It, exactly. It's you just, know? is it relational? And yeah. I think that's the key. Yeah. You know, is, is, yeah. is, the, is the cerebral done in context of relationship? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. So I know that you're not knocking that. No, no, no. I, I know we both know that because we can talk about theology. <laughs> we can yeah. do it well, oh. you know. Um... Yeah, but it's 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 good stuff. It really is. So I reckon you know you say it's us inviting God into the space here. I think it's him. He's inviting us. Yes, yes. It's it's God who's already present, and we get to partner what God's that, already doing. That that for me is probably such a yeah, definitely. 
you know, I'll tell you, you know. And for me, that's the recent game changer, because I used to think it was like... Got to worship a lot? Well, no, more like conjuring, <laughs> inviting the spirit into a space. Yeah, a space he already is, which is, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, it's like, no, no, he's inviting us. Yes. We just need to give it It's his co-partnering with, with what yeah. the spirit's already it takes, doing. It takes a lot of uh, pressure out. It does, it does. Is there a difference, you think, between... Because the... There, there's, there's a half-truth in the whole notion of inviting the spirit. And I think the half-truth might be that, to use the analogy of moisture in the air, there's always moisture in the air, right? Yeah. But sometimes a fog comes. So, and to use that as a metaphor, do you think there's a half-truth of like, on one hand, the spirit's already present and always present, and we can yeah. partner with the spirit right here, right now. Mm. Do you think, though, there are those occasions where we want that more manifest presence of God, well, like yeah, the, a more intensity of that same presence? I think there's a there's a, a permission that we give Him, um, even if He's present. Mm. Um, you know, you can uh, you can. So there's a scripture in the Bible that says that the power of the Lord was present to heal, mm. and yet only a few were healed. And, yeah, one right. of the accounts where Jesus is doing miracles yeah. and says you could do no mighty miracles there you mm. heal a few mm. from memory and that whole thing of the power of the Lord being present to heal he was there but the permission mm. was not mm. yeah, right. does that make sense? yeah totally so the permission not so this idea of of inviting not so much inviting him to come but inviting him to be yes yes um, you know because he's already there. Yeah. And inviting him to, to be mm. and occupy. Yes. Uh, there is an element, I think, where we allow the Spirit of God. Yes. Yes. And, and because he doesn't force himself. Yeah, he totally. He doesn't push. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he, he's, you know, he, he will. I mean, while he can be as violent as a rushing wind or as gentle as a dove, he, mm. there is a permission, I think. Yes. He, yeah, it's, it's funny to say this, you know, I, mm. I, I don't get emotional and stuff like that, but... He, he longs to be wanted. Yes. Wow. You know, the Bible, you know, God says, I'm a jealous God. Yes. He's a fire from the loins down. This is the same spirit with the fire from the loins yes. up and the loins down. You know, like that. This mm. is the same God of Moses and, you know, yes. this same fiery God yes. is the same jealous God yes. that wants to see, who is the spirit. Yes. yes. Wanting us, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, freak, that's crazy. It's a, it's actually incredible to think that God loves us for mind. our presence. Like the fact that he even bothers. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like God needs us or anything, no. or, or needs us for fulfillment or contentment. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like, what, are you, what are you saying? Like, hey, uh, you know, permission. Uh, the, uh, there's another scripture that says that they limited the Holy One of Israel. Limited. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Human beings limited wow. the Holy One of Israel. Yes. I, mean, I don't know where the psalm is where it says it, but off the top of my head, but that's a fascinating thing. So when you talk about this idea of, Mm. The spirit inviting him and all this sort of stuff. Mm. I think there's an element of permission that he, yeah, totally, that, that we give him mm. to to not only to work in our life but to speak to us. Yeah, and that's why I use the analogy of like that of moisture because there's always moisture in the air, but sometimes yeah. the days are more humid. Oh yeah, and there is moments where I think our sensitivity and our yeah, you know. We yeah, ate, we ate the right food that morning. I don't know, like just yeah, totally. I think it's a mix. Like it's it's both. I'll use this analogy again. Like I thought about it once. Like if I. If I close my eyes and then concentrate enough, I can probably feel the air, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then um, 
it could be a really foggy day, like just being a Russian. I don't even notice the fog, yeah. even though the moisture is more thicker and yeah. So and, and air I think the thing, the other thing, yeah, the thing with that is you don't living by actually remember because I used to after a while, you know, when you well, hmm. uh, something like I said, you know, it's not like you walk. I don't walk around feeling the presence God all day. Yeah, totally. Uh, I definitely don't want to give that impression. No, no. Um, yeah, but the the thought of um, yeah, like that. We don't need feelings. Mm. Mm. Um, no, I, I get. But you do you have moments like where, yeah. you, where you sometimes you really feel God. I've yeah. been in meetings where people really felt God. And I was like, man, I don't feel anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, you're ministering to somebody and they really feel mm. God's ministering to them, but you feel about as anointed as a piece of cardboard. So, yeah, totally, so, totally. Yeah, what do you do? And, and there is that interplay, isn't there? Yeah, and you just got. That's where you. That's where you lean on the fact that. He said what he said. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I don't, oh, absolutely. I mean. That makes so much sense. And I, I think as well the difference between, between, and this is just coming to me now, so we'll no, see how this matches up. But like, the it's the difference between you can have the presence of God, but you can have the then you can have the presence of God with the the glory, the kavod of God, the heaviness, the, the oh, yeah. weightiness. And yeah, I think yeah. that's the difference. There like, is a, yeah, there is and I think that's what. To play to play the half truth devil's advocate, I think no, that's good. that's the good half truth that I think churches are on about when they go, well, let's ask for the presence of the spirit. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure if you were yeah, to push, the attention the eyes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, and I'm pretty sure if you were to push the, push the theology of those good good well-meaning pastors, they'd probably go, well, of course, God's already present. Yeah, we yeah. just want more of that already present, more thicker, more tangible. Uh, yeah, more. no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right, and yeah, that sentiment is it's an endearing one. It's not a. Um, mm. Said it's not because they don't necessarily believe it. Yeah, totally. Um, and yet, it's recognizing that God is already present as well. But it does, yeah. But it does help to mm. to help, um, and, and I try to do that quite often in mm. dismantling this idea. Because if mm. we do, when we use certain language, you know, yeah. it, it affects how we think. So yeah, can, totally. So you want to when you say you're inviting someone, it means they're not there. Yeah, totally. So yeah. that sort of. Well, we understand it in essence. Yes, yes, yes. Our language can sometimes get in the way of totally. of, of, of what is actually yeah. a spiritual yes. reality. Yeah, and we want to be wise of our language yeah. to communicate to people like actually, and it's part of sorrow. Like actually, I want you to know that God's already here. Yeah. Now let's let's. So let's worship and usher in the presence of God. Yeah. Worship isn't usher in the presence of God. Worship <laughs> is a response. Yes. Yes, yes. And in that, there's a ground swell that grows of that yeah, yeah. same presence. Yeah, and it's almost like the presence gets yeah. thicker. Well, well, the presence is getting thicker. Our awareness is getting more Yeah, yeah totally. Oh, I like that. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I want to go against that. It's not the presence of God. He's in the variances. Mm. It's us. Oh, that's good. I hadn't thought about it like that. So when we, mm. the more we lean into that, mm. the intensity of, of our awareness grows. Yes. And so then the experience of his glory actually increases. Yes, wow. Uh, that's, that's how I, I see it. No, I, I think you're right. Like, and it goes back totally to the... Wrong, but, yeah. but, but it goes back to that idea. You know, this isn't like a, 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 a world that's devoid of God's spirit. Like God... And I mean, there, there's so much to go with this. Like, but if, yeah. if the spirit is already sent out into the world and is drawing all people to, yeah. to Christ... The spirit's already on the move, like yeah, like that of the story of the waters, the spirit hovering over creation. It's like it's, the spirit's on the move in this new creation, yeah. his birth through through yeah. Jesus. It makes life easier. Like, it does. It makes following Jesus. <laughs> it's like it doesn't become about rules and religion and mm. you know all this sort of stuff that yeah. sometimes gets all the dogma. And yeah, stuff. I know what you mean. Yeah, 
Yeah, so being led by the Spirit is definitely a, yeah. an awareness, mm. a journey and awareness more than anything yeah. else. I think. And I like the, the picture of journey as well because it's it goes it reminds me of that scripture where, where Paul's like to, to walk in step with the Spirit. Mm. Yeah, what what would it mean for us to to not we, rush ahead? If we live by the Spirit, let us yeah. also walk. walk. Oh, well, if we yes. live, if we yes, live by that's it. so so that's right. We live and move and have our being in here yeah. already. Right? Yeah, wow. But now we've got to walk in step with that. Yes, and this goes back to what we're saying about being led. Yeah. So on on that so. Are there, are there some other misunderstandings that we should cover? What do you think? Are there, are there other misunderstandings when it comes to being led by the Spirit? So we've talked about how we think we have to conjure the Spirit. We talk about how we think that we have to be someone special in the moment to, be, to have the Spirit. Um, so we've kind of deconstructed those two false falsehoods. Is there anything else you want to, want to say to that, though? I think, the, I think one thing I would probably want to say is that... Mm. Um, that he only speaks to special people. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know it sounds really maybe odd to say that, but I think that's a, I think that's a really sad understanding that yes. sometimes is in, maybe in the definitely in the church with yep. a lot of people who. Yeah. How much? I mean, one of the biggest things people, you know, if you ask me, you know, how many people struggle to hear God? You watch the hands go up. Yeah. 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 So that's like I'm, I'm saying I'm struggling to hear the person that gave me life. I'm struggling to hear my own father. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. And, you know, to hear his voice and you know, to hear that person, the spirit. I think um, that to me is that God can speak to all of us. Yes. And he is speaking. Yes. Not that he can. Not only can he, that he, that just that he can, but he is. Yes. Even, yes. even for people who might be listening and say, oh, I've never heard him. Mm. Uh, he is speaking. It's just that the frequency we mm. we are tuning to yes, yes. Uh, needs just needs calibrating. Yeah, and realizing that I think first of all, Jesus said, mm. "My sheep, mm. my sheep, hear my voice." Yes. Now some of us are found sheep, and some of us are still not sheep. Yes. yes. Either way, we're still the sheep. Exactly. So yeah. Still here. So uh, I don't know if that makes sense. No, but no, it, it does. Uh, for me, it's, it's, a, it's not an elitist thing. It's not it, like you no, have to have. There's a misunderstanding for me. It's like only preachers do it, or, <laughs> you know, or, or you know, this person will speak. And they might have. Uh, sure. Know, like that, right. Sure. But it's not for some. It's for all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and just to, to encourage people, it's like. Oh, absolutely. Um, he he can speak to you, and he is speaking to you, and he's probably speaking to you more than you realise. Yes. No, and I like that, and I. And you touched on something which I think is important to, important to say, and that is this this view that you know it's the pastor at the front, or yes, it's no. or it's the person that they it's the the the, the prophet from out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that guy, and the weird guy. Now, of course, you, and you also acknowledge the healthy half truth there as well, though. It's like, yeah, sometimes there are people who just and maybe it's a spiritual gift. They just have that 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 yeah. kind of that extra source, but that isn't to imply though mm. that Joe Blog can't hear. The no, spirit of the same intensity, the same. And, and, the same and there are, you know, there are activities of the spirit, administrations of gifting, and you know, absolutely uh, like that prophetic element. I mm. think, which is very much lends itself to some of what we're talking about, is that mm. um, when people do have that sort of gifting in their life, there is a tendency, mm. and um, I'm very conscious of it, a tendency mm. to have certain experiences with the spirit of God mm. and His leading mm. that is unique. It is yes. different. It's yes. not the same. Yes. Um, 
but that's a I think that's a calling mm. and an administration mm. of the spirit yes. in that person's life because of an assignment they have Absolutely. rather than just the everyday. Yes. And I, I think, like for me, I've had mm. God speak to me many different ways, Yes. Um, some of which I don't always share. An mm. unusual encounter is that I know not everybody has. Mm. Um, but it's generally for the purpose of building his people. Yes. So, yes. but most of the time, mm. I don't initiate them. Mm. I ain't praying for them. Yeah. I'm not seeking them. Yeah. They just come. Uh, they're not coming by my anything to totally. help me. And that sort of get where I'm getting getting that thing is like yes. Um, you know, so just that misunderstanding. Like, no, you're and you're right. Like the spirit can speak to anyone, and yet there might be particular gifts as part of the body of Christ that Christ is using to build his church or to build his people. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think, I mean, that's why I find you so refreshing, Mark, is that you, even though you do have that very prophetic element, you don't go, and you, 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 you never, you, I've never seen you as somebody who's like really like with it. I'm like, oh yes. Oh no. Like, in fact, I, what I love is that when you oh, have yeah, said yeah, stuff yeah. and you've been like, oh, I gotta say this, and yeah. you've said it behind the mic or something, and you're like, Oh, thank God, someone oh, did yeah. respond. <laughs> like, you've been unsure yourself. Here's a misunderstanding. Oh, mate, here's a misunderstanding one. Yeah. Is that you, you absolutely 100% know. Mm. Okay. Yeah, tell like, me about this like, misunderstanding. I mean, the truth of it, if faith is a... If you need faith, mm. God's <laughs> pleased with faith. Well, faith, I don't need faith for something like absolutely 100% <laughs> totally certain. Yes, about, yes. And this is totally 100% God. Mm. So... Um, if I was really honest, a lot of the time when mm. God's led me yeah. in different things or to do different things, yeah. I had no idea. I was going off the whiff of a smelly, oily rag. Yeah. I was like, um, it sounds like you. It sounds like you. <laughs> so, you know, like, I think it's important to, you know, mm. just breaking down even that sort of yes. understanding that, you know, it's absolutely 100% it's like, oh, God. No, it's like you got to know, like, concrete, like it's written in stone. You might as well go and get the, the Ten Commandments out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. Yeah. Um, I think there's a there's a fluidity in it. Yes. You know, think yes. about it. Yes. Know, it's, yes. Like, it's called water. It's called the spirit. It's, you know, yeah. So totally. There's a certain reason for some of that imagery. Oh, absolutely. And wind and because this the wind blows where you know that sort of thing. Yes. So I yes. think just getting away from certainty is a great thing. So a misunderstanding for a lot of us as people who want yes. to give about the spirit is that it has to be certain. <laughs> there's certainty attached to when mm. the spirit's leading you mm. all the time but if it was certainty it wouldn't be faith no that's right so there is an element of a real knowing yes but that doesn't mean mm. there's certainties attached to that yes that yes. so I've had lots of stuff that we can't oh it's, it's been hilarious <laughs> oh yeah mate. I mean and you've and said I've totally stuffed you, yeah okay yes yeah, so, and that happens as well like because yeah. I guess, totally got it wrong and that's okay yeah yeah like, Lord I, you know, I thought you wanted me to do this uh, no you're in your own there mate yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And and you know what? God is big enough to hold those mistakes and weave that as part well, of the history of God's will in, yeah, as well. In, in a relationship, this yeah. is the thing, in a relationship, yeah. you think about it, you know, you misinterpret. Yeah. yeah. We do it all the time as human. Yes, absolutely. Why on earth would you think mm. that in our relationship with God, we're not somehow going to misinterpret him to yes. our life? Yes, absolutely. Um, and like you said, because he's really gracious, mm. he knows how to weave it around to make yeah. it work. And hopefully, that's, hopefully they're not really crucial. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Crucial. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Oh, I chose my life partner. Um, oh, that wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> dang it. Dang it, boy. It's like, I thought I was. Okay, um, now what do I do? Um, yeah, I've worked it out. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, yeah. But no, but that's, uh, but that's important to know that, that there, there is that 
interweaving of God even in those spaces where we can screw up, which is helpful because when it comes to the whole notion of calling yeah. and being led by the Spirit. Well, mate, I've fallen into it more than I've like sometimes. I think he, yeah, 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 stumbled yeah. into that leading a lot. Yes, but I was like, you know, uh, you know, God's factored our stupidity into yes. His will. Thank God. Yes, and it saves us from a a very. And don't get me wrong, like there, there are there is a right and wrong to mm. to to doing God's will, but there's also this sense that it isn't a anal retentive binary oh. in the heart of God. It's like okay. I will weave something. Mm. Like, yes, please listen. Yes, please follow. <laughs> and yet, I will draw draw you forward. Oh, it, it, it is easy, though. Sorry. Yeah. Just thinking about please do. Go talking. Yeah. They should be listening. But the, the, his um, misunderstanding is um, that everything he says is going to make sense. Yeah. And that's an important one, I think, as because that's something we all struggle with. Right. Oh, oh, there's a lot... I mean, just read the book. <laughs> yeah. Um, go and, Hosea, go and marry a prostitute. Mm. Mm. I, I, just, I just want you to imagine that in today's context of some, you know, person within the within the church community going to the senior <laughs> pastor or someone within the, yeah. their home group or, you know, whatever, or going to, uh, yeah. God told me to marry a prostitute. <laughs> That'd fly real great, wouldn't it? You know, like, we would look at that and go, whoa, no, hold on. Mm. Uh, no, that doesn't make any sense. That's not God. Mm. <laughs> but the flipping was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other stuff in that book we can go start looking at that God told people to do. It mm. was super weird. Yeah, there's an oddity to it. You know? right. and, that, and that random sense. So that, mis- that, that, mis- that understanding is yes. not everything God tells you to do makes sense. Mm. It can seem really, really random. Yes. And, uh, you know. But that's the fun thing of mystery, I guess. Well, I, I agree. And it, it goes back probably more from a psychological point of view. It's like, if we're only going to do what we think God's telling us to do, if we can have it all figured out, we won't do it. Because yeah. we'll be addicted to that outcome as opposed to, as one of my favourite quotes is, God's not called you to success or failure. He's called you to faithfulness. Just be faithful and let the pennies fall there for, which is easier said than done. Oh, yeah, just because you hear God too. That's the other thing. Actually, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Is, yeah. is just because you do hear him or because mm. you feel like you have mm. doesn't make obeying him any easier. Yes, yes. You know, you still got to work. You got to still... It, it helps. It definitely can infuse us with a level of faith. Mm. And it does help to a point. But, you know, sometimes you've got to wrestle. Yes. Right. Absolutely. We, we can't get away from that. Look at the, you know, look, just look through the scriptures. It's riddled with yes. God telling his people to do certain things and them struggling to obey him. So they still mm. heard, they heard him. Mm. Mm. They were led by him. Mm. Yes. But they didn't obey him. Yeah. And it's fascinating that even, even in that God can work a, work a grace as part of that wrestling stage. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's remarkable in itself. That's good, mate. Yeah. So maybe just a couple of more questions because I just love this. Um, there, okay, here's, here's one that I think is important because I can imagine some people listening about being about hearing God and and you've touched on this a bit and I, perhaps I want you to touch on it a bit more because I can imagine some people go, you know, okay, Mark, but being, being led by God stuff, you know, first thing people have often said in, in response to what we're saying, um, and let, let's just be honest with our... Our, our background as the particular type of Christian, typically speaking, oh, oh, Pentecostal, oh, the charismatic, you know, the yeah, which I'm proudly, proudly that, you know, and yet, 
And yeah, I know, I, I've heard some people say, I just heard people manipulate others. They yeah, say, yeah. thus says the Lord. What can we say for that? Because I think that's an important <laughs> element. So many people don't hear us. And yeah, no, look, I'm, uh, I, um, <laughs> it's a funny one because, yeah. um, what do you say to someone bring that sort of stuff? It's a, it's a valid concern, mm. first and foremost, because humans are fallible, you know, mm. we're not infallible, we're fallible. Mm. We're gonna, we're gonna, we are going to stuff it up. Yeah. Um, anytime people get into a position where they, you know, they say they've got a corner on hearing God or, you know, mm. they got it all yeah. locked down, yeah. already mm. backing out the door. Mm. Yes. Uh, a lot of the time, because the wisdom of God is really easy to be entreated. You know, we don't, um, but what do you say to that? Um, uh, you know, don't. I think the thing is, is don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, agree. In in some respects, there's you do get. Look, I've 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 been around in, in some of these circles for a while now, and there's some mm. really stupid stuff. Yeah. Okay. First of all, the Holy Spirit ain't weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's just not. He is weird, but he's not weird. Yeah, totally. There's weirdness and there's weird. There's weird, and then there's like really just religious. Like, dumb weirdness yeah. where you're like a Christian cornflake wacko <laughs> and you make Jesus look really stupid and bad yeah. because of the dumb stuff that you're doing Christian um, cornflake wacko you know, that's and, great and, and honestly like, it's yeah, just, no, absolutely. Just, just ridiculous I mean um, <laughs> there's some funny stuff out there yeah. and people don't know how to relate to that yeah totally um, so if you look at the life of Jesus, who is the prime example of what it means to be led by the Spirit, yes, yes, he did some pretty outlandish, weird, sometimes like mm. radical things. Mm. Mm. But I don't think it was weird. I think yeah. I think people were weird, like people who act weird like that generally are doing it out of a sense of insecurity. Mm. They're doing it yeah. out of some need inside their own world. Yes, and you know, and and sometimes it's because we want to feel this sense of whatever. Mm. It's yeah. Like, I don't do that. Yeah, totally. So, I don't know if that makes sense, but just... No, it does. It does. What do I say to people like that? Yeah, I would say don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and I would just say, um, you know, look at the fruit. Absolutely. Look at the fruit of what's going on in that person's life. Yeah. And listen listening to what's being said. Are they... You know, who's it glorifying? Yes. Well, yes. get up and start talking about themselves and it's a lot about them. Mm. You know, but it's not pointing Christ. Yeah. Oh, you know, I've got my concerns. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that it's always the case, but yes. Yeah. Definitely when you link and say, God said this, mm. what's the fruit of that? What's the character? What's the essence behind yes. that? What's it, yes. you know? Um, I mean, and, and for me personally, I'm, and I'm speaking for myself, because I know not everyone uses this language, but for myself, I always try to say it in a, in, a, in a light way, like in a humility way. Like, for instance, when I have had words with people, which isn't my natural tendency, yeah. but when I have, and I've been praying for someone, and I have this imagery for them, or I have these words for them, I've always put a caveat, I was like, Go and pray about that. Yeah, because I might be wrong. Mm. These, are, but this is. Oh, I always put a caveat on the yeah. top. I'm like, I, I, people used to make laugh at me, or, or somebody I know mm. made <laughs> listen to this, but maybe not. But I always just say, <laughs> I said, look, I don't know you or anything, so I'm not 100 percent sure if this is right. Mm. But I get this sense, or I get this oh, idea. Yeah. So I think when if we are, you know, or you know, mm. hearing God, or you know, we we want to be led by God I think it's always yeah. important to remember that we are fallible and yes, yes. you know I, I get a sense or I get mm. this what do you think yes you know, and uh, it brings it back to them who they also have the spirit yeah. which but, but, and also letting other people judge that 
Yeah. You know, if you're in community, it's not just you know some people want to be led. You know, this is where this is where I think people do go off and they get yeah. veered off is they become wacko. Yeah. yeah sorry, they, they get wacko because they don't have any accountability of community. Wow. They don't have any relationship with other mm. other people of faith. Mm. Yes. To tell them. Yeah. Um, that's really. Who, and I'm not talking about just people trying to control people. I'm talking about people who genuinely have their their best interest at heart. You know, they're mature in their own journey of faith and. Mm. You know, I've definitely had to submit a lot of different things to different people, and, mm. and um, you know, sometimes it's 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 hard to do. Yeah, it's hard to do that. But um, you know, if it's God, it will reveal itself. I think wow. over time. Um, yes. And and if you miss it, you know, God's pretty cool. You know, you can pick that conversation back up again or remind yeah. you again, and it will. I, I what I find is that it'll keep being persistent. Yes. The weird stuff I'd say for people who feel concerned about that I always go um, you know is that I can see why people might be put off mm. um, but I would also like you said say um, you started because people look at some of that stuff and go okay some of the particularly Pentecostal charismatic mm. some of that stuff yeah. would be carried away mm. but how can you not be emotional about a person coming back from the dead yeah <laughs> like yes. you, you started believing yes. a ridiculous yeah. doctrine anyway like mm. you know, don't stop now yes <laughs> yes. Like, uh, you know what I mean like Absolutely. this is not a this being led but walking with God is not uh, just a knowledge thing yes it's a flipping supernatural life yes that yes. is what we're called to mm. and if we're not living that and that's where I think I love the Pentecostals in mm. that sense the charismatic space because that's where I sort of came here yeah yeah um, versus being part of Anglican and mainline mm. places, not mm. that they don't have that either. Yeah, it's totally. Not not that, that at all or nothing. Is that there's got to find a balance between two. Yes. You know, and I, I think um, you know, people say you've got too much word. You you know. Oh you've yeah. Probably heard the stupid. Yeah, yeah. So, dry up. Yeah. And too much blow up. And, yeah, I know the one. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, just don't oh, don't yes. throw out the baby with the bathwater. Is a simple answer. Mm. Yeah, um, and. Look at the fruit of the people that are saying mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Look at the character of their life. Jesus said, "You will know them by their fruit. Yes. Judge them by that." Yeah, yeah. If they've got fruit in their life and they get up and say it, mm. absolutely. It's a character of Christ, the humility, of pointing back to Jesus. Mm. I think you can be pretty, pretty confident at least to explore it as a valid. Yes. People that are getting up every single day, all mm. the time, and saying, "I saw this and I had these visions and all this sort of stuff," mm. mate, I can tell you, I could wow you out. Mm. with a bunch of stuff but I don't share those things with him yeah. and if you look at the Apostle Paul he said I've been to places I've seen things mm. he didn't share them yeah that's interesting isn't it right? yeah. so he didn't go on the bandwagon of blowing his trumpet yeah, yeah, yeah. of all these outlandish and incredible things yeah. even though he probably could have yeah I think the more we do that really that starts to become about self and anything that points to self generally for me isn't mm. actually echoing anything to do with totally. the person of the Holy Spirit anything that points to Jesus in an authentic humble manner yeah. that causes us to become others-centered, mm. serving mm. serving, and loving and being a mm. voice to those out in yes. whatever sphere of life. Yes, you know, yes. That to me sounds like Jesus. Anything yeah. sounds like love, anything sounds like justice, anything sounds yes, like righteousness yes. and truth and yes. others being lifted. Absolutely. To me, that, that, that's when you start to know that voice. Yes, because it's going back to the heartbeat of God, which I think is actually an important thing to add, like, and you were talking about it earlier, especially when you read the Bible, as a, mm-hmm. when you're early in your faith, you, you, you set that bedrock of going, well, okay, if the Spirit's going to lead me in anything, 
it's going to be to love God, to love neighbor, because that's the ultimate 100%. will. You know what I mean? 100%. Now, that, what that, looks that would like, be it. That would, you've just condensed it there. Yeah. Beautiful. In a, in a <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, that's it. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. Yeah. If it's, if it's not loving God with all our hearts on the line, letting mm. us do more of an intimate, humble connection with Him, mm. or it's not serving other people. Yes. And loving the least mm. and the lost and the forgotten. And yes. The yes. If it's not doing that, might want to. Yeah, <laughs> might just want to check that. Yeah, out. pray a bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sit still and you know, yeah, listen. Bit, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying there's moments where it's not uh, always related to that. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, just yeah. it's a good for me. It's a great benchmark. Yeah, yeah. we we don't necessarily have to answer this whole question because it's probably a big one in itself. <laughs> but this one's too much. All these other questions. But no, yeah, but but they're good questions. I hope. Show you chop it up. No, they're great. They're good. Really but great. but one thing I do want to say it's going back a bit but I think it's important mm. when you talked about um, I don't know why I want to go back but I'm just going to maybe this is the spirit leading no, um, something you mentioned before going back to misunderstanding which we touched on for a second but I want to touch on a little bit more and that is the notion that yes there can be the, the supernatural life doesn't mean the super spiritual life like right. the in fact I, I would I would argue, maybe this, maybe you and I are a little bit different. I, I personally don't use the word supernatural. I just use the word natural because actually it's not one thing and then an earthly thing. It's rather the spirit's always present. And so in that sense... It's normal. It's normal. And that's what I want to say. Like, yes, there are things which are huge. And now I guess we can use the word supernatural then, but actually the spirit leads us in those... It's, it's the mundane where the spirit leads. It's the, oh, yeah. it's the Brother Lawrence with practising the presence of God and... Uh, and yeah, and that's the same. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get very... Yeah. Um, but the question is... There's no question. I think it's more of an observation. Of it. So, yeah, the supernatural life. Like, yeah. the super, when you say super, I mean, it is supernatural. Mm. That it's not a... It's, and I think it's actually probably a good way of maybe even thinking about it because even maybe the language, you know, we're talking sure. about. Sure. Um, yeah, maybe even adopting that thought of... Mm. And there's a great book guy, guy called Watchman Nee. I don't know if you've ever read it. No, no, no. China. I think he's a Chinese mm. guy, but uh, he wrote he wrote a book called The Normal Christian Life. And oh, I've heard of this. He talks yeah. about you know this idea of mm. the spirit, and 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 I guess in some ways, yeah, that is what I was sort of alluding to the fact that mm. we're mm. the Bible says those who are the sons of God are led by the mm. Spirit of God, yeah. so it shouldn't be foreign to us yes you know, I, I get think, what you mean yeah. I think unfortunately for the church today mm. in some places and mm. um, I think definitely in the US there's an infatuation with the supernatural mm. to the point that it's actually something that people go after yes and to be honest it's probably back even when Jesus was there because mm. they said, Jesus said an oh, yeah. adulterous generation listen to the words mm. an adulterous generation seeks a sign yes 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 right? yes and you know this whole running after mm. signs and wonders and this life mm. instead of it being a a, a a lifestyle in our lives where mm. the spirit is leading us and these the fruits of that leadership yes. is following us yes we start chasing the fruit instead yes. of instead of relating to the spirit yeah i think that's a dangerous thing that mm. you know if we if we're gonna um you know, that's a misunderstanding. Mm. Mm. That don't chase fruit. Mm. Yes. Don't chase the outcome. Yes, yes. You know, 
grow any intimacy, just be in a relationship with him. And I think that's what it comes back down to, isn't it? Like, a lot of miracles and stuff I've seen for me, yeah. sorry, no, up, but go. a lot of miracles that I've seen in my own life, mm. and some I, won't even, I wouldn't even share. Mm. Um, one, I, yeah, one, I haven't broadcasted them, but two, they've often come um, almost by, well, I say by accident, but, but in some ways, mm. um, I just happened to be there, mm, mm. and and I didn't have any big, huge sensation. I just acted on mm. a little impulse, wow, uh, and of the spirit. Yes, just wow. a little one. Yeah, sometimes a one word. Right. Sometimes just a oh, I just feel like I need wow. to do that. And uh, I think um, I, I think we need to get better at relating to. Uh, you know, he's not a. There to do parlor tricks and mm. Mm. yeah, exactly. he's, he's like a student. I've seen heaps of students. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, just he, uh, he's uh, there to renew the world, bring the kingdom. Yeah. You know? So that understanding of oh, I don't know if that was yeah. No, no, no. I don't know if that might even be handed out. No, I don't know if it was any of value. But no, I, I I think it is because it it communicates to us that. Mm. God's on the move and that it is relational, supremely relational in nature. Like, I, I know it might sound simplistic, but sometimes the most simple is so true that it really does boil down to relationship. That's like, it. You know what? Like, just, boil, just, boil, yeah, like, to boil it down, just be like, you, you know what? You, you, you're tossing, you're turning, you're unsure. Dude, just pray about it. Just pray about your tossing and turning. Just be like, God, I have no clue what to do. Like, well, I'm just going to bring this very angst to you. We're just going to stop using, trying to use God as a commodity. Yes. And, a, and something to be consumed. Mm. Right? Mm. Like the Spirit of God is there. He's a person. He wants yes. to relate. Yes. Yes. He wants to relate. And this is, uh, you know, if I'd say this to anyone who's listening to this podcast, I mm. there's a bunch of you, but the Holy Spirit actually wants to relate to you mm. in a very intimate way yes. and the more you let him do that the more you'll learn yes. to see his leadership in the day to day yes yeah we can't you know what great marriages if you you know don't happen by accident mm. they mm. take work yes and intentional connection and intentional mm. time you know what mm. biggest number one factor you want to be led by the by the spirit of god give him time wow wow yeah give him time wow i don't need to pray more I just, you know, just shut up and yes. sit down and, mm. and just give him time. Honestly, yeah. that just, yes. you know, yes. I'm not striving. The more, the more you strive, the less you'll hear, I promise yeah. you. That. Yeah, wow, wow. I love that. Uh, you know, and honestly, for me, in, in, now when I sit with him, mm. um, you know, and uh, you know, he's here now, but in a way, now when I sit with God, I, talk, I don't talk as much. Yeah. I used to talk a lot. Yes. But I love that. I think it, it taps into to something else which we haven't mentioned, but it's it's worth noting that I know as Pentecostals we are very charismatic and whatnot, and yet something that I'm learning about from other traditions is that what would it mean to sit? Mm. It's that it's a language of contemplation to use language yeah, yeah. from other traditions yeah. of going like, man. And I've I've been finding there's actually something beautiful that. That I think Pentecostals should lap up. It's like, oh my goodness, to actually be still and to actually just see what God's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Be still and know. Be still and know. I've got the the, um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me makes me wow. lie down in green pastures, leads me beside where? Still, still waters. waters. In our stillness um, is is a volume of the spirit that we will never get any other way. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
you're you're right in that, and mm. I think as you mature in your relationship, I mean in life, you do. Mm. You don't always have to talk. Yes. You, you start to you start to just know, you know. You know? And I, I think there's a beautiful, and even now, like what we're talking, I just sense the the, the quietness of the Spirit of God yes. in, in our conversation here, and just so precious to yes. to just. Yeah, just man, dude, oh, nothing like it. Yes. Nothing like it. Just being still and knowing and um, practicing more of a contemplative presence. And yes. We're so full. Yes. Our lives are packed. Yeah. Man. Busy. There's noise everywhere. Yeah, too much noise. And that's the yes. thing. It's like I said, there's, that silence, there's a, there's, a, there's a noise of the spirit that we can hear. Oh. It's very different. And yes. I think that's one of the, I remember somebody saying, you know, the devil doesn't need to distract us. The devil doesn't need to distract us. We've got iPhones. Wow. Yeah, we've got, we got smartphones. <laughs> yes. and, and so I think cutting out the distraction and cutting out the noise and mm. Mm. Um, making intentional, contemplative practices mm. in your life. And I do do that. Yes, um, yes. I do it in breathing. Breath, breath. Yeah, breath, prayer. Yes, uh, yes. That's great. You know, just yes. doing those sort of things. So, and, and in a lot of ways, I think that's the the secret source of of being aware of God's already here presence that we often especially now so we don't talk enough about I don't think but I think you're right like just even our breath that, that is a sign of God's sustaining of us and that we slow ourselves down yeah. and I guess the other thing like to walk in step with the Spirit to go at the Spirit's speed you know, I, I watched a documentary last night oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's called God but this documentary called God's Speed yeah and um, oh, it's because I posted something on Facebook. And um, this particular pastor, when he went to Scotland, right? And um, he actually met Venti Wright, which is incredible. Like, he, he wasn't going there for spiritual guidance. What are your, what are your heroes? But he was on my heroes. I was like, oh my God, I was interviewing him. But he, I saw a side of Venti Wright that he doesn't often do, which is the spirituality side. He does a lot of big picture scholarship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does do a lot of really good oh, he's awesome. nuggets of, like, of spiritual practice. And he talked about. Um, with his pastor, it's like, well, let me just just walk, just walk down the street, mm. listen to the birds, yeah. just because if God's spirit is present, you know, we it's it's not new agey to listen to the birds of the air. It's not it's not weird to. No, no, that's to, what I was saying before. To, anyway, don't anyway, tell me exactly. Oh wait, don't tell me how to speak to you. Yes, and that's one of the things we can. That's probably one of the things. You know, mm. don't just stop telling the guy how to talk to you. Yeah. Wow. If he wants to talk to you through the Bible, he will. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to talk to you any other way, he, he can do that too. Yeah. Let him be himself. Yeah. As long as it's relational. Because yeah. it's, it's be the himself. spirit being the spirit. Or tell life. him how to talk. Yes. <laughs> and the ability to slow down enough to, to listen to how he talks to us. Yeah. And I think that's so important. No, it is very cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating that. Yeah. And now just slowing down. Yeah. And it's a, it is an art. It is. Yes, it is. I tell you, if you listen on right, just just stop what you're doing. Just put down what you're doing right now. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn your phone off. Lie in your bed. Just sit there for a while. See how, see how hard it is just to sit yes. still. Yes. It's hard. Man, I'm telling you, some people can't do it for five minutes. Yeah. It's but hard. Little over an hour. There's that buzz. <laughs> I'm, 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 hey, here's a misunderstanding too. Yes, please do. Um, no, no, you, you roll, you roll. Um, is the idea that, you know, and I do believe in the idea that we need to give God time, mm. um, but there's no magic formula of time. Mm. And, yes. And it's like, you know, uh, Ooh, that's good. this work, 
Mm. Mm. If I if I if I if I do this more, then you know he's got to do this. Yes. Yeah, no, nah, it doesn't work like this. It's not quid pro quo. I yeah. was scratch you about you scratch mine. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a performance thing. Yeah. So, no, I love that. I don't know if there's any other stuff that you want to ask. That's final, final question. Because I think I'm not inherently against structure and like gets that. There's probably another thing. I think the spirit's inherently against that as well. But that's a whole other kind of misconception rabbit trail. Yeah, it does. But but something that is something that can happen is structuralism, or even though rituals can be redemptive, there can be ritualism. And I wonder, we've been the church that in some cases, and I would say it's in all traditions, you know, I, I, I'm in no way, I think Pentecostals, in fact, can be, you know, it's always, it's always to praise, to worship, offering message, sermon, you know what I mean? So my question is, what would it be, what would the church look like if we were more led by the Spirit? Like Jesus. Wow. Wow. Um, there's just no other way about it. Yes. If we're talking about that, and then we just need to look at what Jesus said. He said mm. he won't. He won't speak of himself. Yes. He'll point. He'll point us. Mm. He'll speak of the things. He'll speak of Christ always. Yes. Always the Father, the Son, the Spirit. They're always dancing together. Yes. And, and and speaking of one another. Yes. And so they're inviting us into that that communion of intimacy. And you know this. Yeah. Um, and and I think that you know. Pure and simple. If we're gonna being led by the Spirit, what would the church look like if we're being fully led by the Spirit? Wow. We would look more like Jesus. Amen. And we would be definitely one hundred percent more others focused. Wow. And not about our own power, our own structures, our wow. own egos, all that stuff. No, yes. no, we would we would look like laid down mm. you know, towel carrying servants in our world. Wow, yes. We love all people, no matter where they come from. Amen. That's what I reckon. Amen. And in that, that is Jesus shaped God's rule and reign in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's beautiful. This is good. This is the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a great segue. Yeah, yeah. That's it. No, but look, seriously, thank you so much, Mark, for speaking to us today. Um, I love your work, mate. I love you. I oh, appreciate it, mate. Thanks, man. It's been awesome. So I appreciate having the opportunity to even get on here. So I don't know where this is going, but hope it blesses you. Yeah, hopefully it does too. Peace and love. It's Friday. Friday. today's interview with Mark Godfrey on being led by the Holy Spirit. To follow Mark's work, follow him on Instagram at mark.godfrey.75. And to follow the work of the ministry known as Beyond, follow Beyond on either Facebook or Instagram with the handle at beyond.empower. And that concludes Season 1 of Deeper and Wider. I've been so thankful to have all of you listen on this journey. Yet this is only the beginning. Season 2 has been recording for about 6 months now and I'm so excited to be releasing new episodes of Deeper and Wider Season 2 in the coming months. 
Between now and then, please leave a review on your podcasting provider. And also, please share the episodes of this season with family and friends. To follow my work, follow me on Facebook at Nathan.Forster and on Instagram and Twitter at Nathan underscore Forster. I also have a website where I blog, NathanForster.com. So between now and next season, remember to see that the Christian faith, the kingdom of God, is deeper and wider than we ever dared believed. Grace and peace to you, and I'll see you all later on.